Well, if one thing is for certain, mm-hmm. it's that in the wrestling industry, nothing is really for certain. Oh, yeah. Today is uh, Tuesday, the 15th of February, 2022. News has broken of Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes' contract situation with AEW. You are listening to the Pro Wrestling Roll-Up, a three-men-one-full wrestling podcast around the mic tonight. It's me, Ash. And I'm Russ. Ash, what is going on? I have no idea, because... When I woke up this morning, I thought, oh, it'd be an average raw. Nothing else, <laughs> nothing else would happen. An average raw, yeah. <laughs> then it's like, oh, Cody Rose and Brandon Rose have uh, officially, in air quotes, because I'm, I'm one of those people that's not going to believe it until I see it. Uh-huh. I don't think you're alone. Well, I know you're not alone. But yeah, you're right. It's um, so strange. But we're going to come to it. But yeah, we're going to catch up with all the news bits that we want to cover this week. Oh, yeah, and that's a lot. And, of course, we have been working on our YouTube stuff, so the first tier list is out. Yeah, just hope everyone has watched it, has enjoyed it. and You bet, bloody better have done. <laughs> oh, you better do. Oh. <laughs> yes, um, we're going to probably go for, try and go for a bit of a shorter one, I think, on the next one, but it's harder, I think, sometimes, because you do just get so lost in it. Like You could honestly just keep talking about it for so long, can't you? But yeah, especially when it's something you like or you know a lot about. You want to just get as much information as you can out. But... <laughs> yeah, or as much as we, we can. I think sometimes, though, might should be overcompensating for the ones that we didn't know a lot Which about. Which is like 75% of them. It was a lot on that one. <laughs> it was. The ironic thing is, is I'm, I'm looking at picking up um, WrestleMania the Arcade game, the PlayStation 1 yeah. version. And I'm also going to rebuy WWF in your house. Because um, I wish I'd never got rid of it, but I had it a long time ago and I, I traded it when I was young and dumb. So, yeah, yeah. there's that for you. But, and and that was last week. <laughs> yeah, I was still young and dumb, but well, I don't know about young now, but I'm still dumb. But um, Yeah, but you didn't need me to tell you that. No, I've still got my hair, mate. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> But no, we've also had the... Um, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 16 review up on YouTube as well. The full episode in its entirety, Trophy System came back. Yeah, um, I'm getting used to having things come back, it seems, the way things are going, <laughs> especially today. That's a nice little segue. Well, let's go through what we've got, the bigger talking points of the show this week. Some people called Cody and Brandy leaving AEW, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Shane McMahon, uh, and obviously the news of his release from WWE. Uh, Royal Rumble recap. Johnny Knoxville supposedly being at WrestleMania, challenging for the Intercontinental title. Vince McMahon thinking, feeling nothing is wrong with his company at the minute. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. And, of course, the Elimination Chamber predictions. We've got a lot in between, but... Um, the last couple of weeks, Ash, uh, obviously, you know, a fair few bits have been going on in wrestling in terms of the product. So, anything caught your eye? Uh, yeah, recently I just saw Matt Cardona... That's yeah. won the NWA title. I think, I think, I think he had to, um, but I love it. I mean, everything about Matt Cardona at the minute is just straight up, just fire, isn't it? Right now, yeah. Guys, guys got momentum like something else. I'm sure I said he's probably rested of the last year in terms of what he's achieved more than yeah himself, like the GCW stuff and. Everything in between as well, yeah. like even with impact and stuff. Like he's, he's, you know, he's been in the main event scene there as well. Yeah, 
I think, if only you should say it, because it will be interesting this year to see if uh, Matt Cardona does rank high, like really high on that list. Because you kind of do get to expect the same sort of names in the very, very top now. So last couple of years, we've seen AEW mm-hmm. take the number one spot. WWE, have they really well, ever right. really had people at number one? What, for BWR? Uh, AJ, that was probably when he was in his first year. Uh, mm. I think, I want to say Brian, uh, Brian Danielson, when he was Daniel Bryan, had a had year, Cena, Stone Cold. Obviously, like in the eight, the obviously late eighties, yeah, to most of two thousands. But recently, it has been like a Kenny Omega, or a Moxley, <clears throat> yeah, and guys from Japan, yeah, as well. So, yeah, I'll be interested to see what he does. But yeah, really cool that he's picked up the title there, and um, just he's he's just he's just on a tear, isn't he? He's on a rampage. Yeah, he, he's, he is now becoming the belt collector because he won. Yeah, even, even though he won the digital media championship in Impact, which is their version of what the uh, which is basically what the internet title was. Yeah, basically. And then he had the whole TV title um, thing, the ECW TV title leading yeah. to World on GCW, and yeah, I honestly I, like he's going to grab the world this year, I think. But which world? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nice. That that was cool. That was a definitely a mark out moment. Speaking of mark out moments, though, I think of the big news is the recent AEW debuts. Of course, Tony teased one of them. Yeah, but he didn't mean in the way he did. Yeah, which I liked because it was a slight variation of what they normally do. Because uh, the initial tweet was a bit like someone, yeah, someone, someone else is going to walk through the forbidden door, and it's a bit like so are they signing a contract or, and you know he kind of did he, he clarified it in the tweet but yeah we saw Keith Lee who we thought that was then going to be the, the, the guy he meant yeah even though he, there was no forbidden door for him to walk through because he <laughs> he's a free agent yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah he took on Isaiah Cassidy nice showcase for him yeah and that's it is awesome to see Keith Lee back in the ring yeah it, but I don't, I don't have to say this but it felt like everyone forgot who Keith Lee was, even though he's been wrestling for so long. Yeah, but that's the, I think that's the problem with when you're not on WWE TV for so long yeah. sometimes. Because, like, it, and again, like, having you wait the 60, 90, de- well, 60, I don't know, it's made 60 up. 60, yeah. Having you wait the, I thought it was 90. <laughs> having you wait the 90 day no yeah, compete, yeah. three months, is um, probably just another part of their kind of plan to, you know, let, let you sort of go to the back of people's minds so that you're not that hot going into another company pulling people there. It's, you know, it's got to be something like that, isn't it? But Yes, it's just that obviously we saw him do what Keith, Keith Lee does and that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, he's going to be in the ladder match at Revolution. Yeah. We don't, we don't know the others, but it's probably going to be like, a, it'll probably be like Adam Cole and maybe the other new person. Yeah, he well, actually walk through the vendor because he's contracted somewhere else. That technically, yeah. So that one actually was. So he, you know, Tony did deliver on that. I do feel that, um, you know, for all the flack Tony might be getting, at least over the last few months with various sort of, I want to say Twitter scandals, but obviously the big swole stuff and everything yeah. else. You know, he's, he gets a little bit of heat in there, here and there. But um, he does deliver. I feel, you know, uh, pretty much well, at least where it counts. Um, but yeah, Jay White, the Switchblade, the best wrestler. The the real the real best wrestler. I'd say so. I mean, all, all I know is is that it it now presents an opportunity to have 
him and Adam Cole go against each other, him and Omega, a triple threat, him and Brian Danielson. Um, Do you want a triple threat? Oh, well, yeah, but we could, yeah. Let's, well, yeah, I would like a triple threat. Not necessarily as like the, the first time doing it. Like no. I want to, I always, always, always prefer the one-on-ones, but um, sometimes, you know, a triple threat can, it does give you stuff that you're not going to see in the other matches. Because way- it? Like it does, it delivers a different sort of level of excitement. So it could work if if it's all done in yeah, a in a good way. Um, it's got this has got to be leading to Jay White against Omega, right? That's Omega's first match back. Well, I mean, maybe, is, is but then it, but then it feels like the whole Adam Cole thing and you know Undisputed Era coming in and all of that was going to lead to like the the rift in the in the elite. But but then I've got other theories which we'll we'll come to you know with the first big segment. Pertaining to Cody Rhodes, Who? so we'll, we'll we'll come to that. But Jay White in in AW on AW television, uh, just when you think sometimes that you you know you might be in a bit of a, a dry spell. I'm not saying AW was necessarily at a dry spell, but the last sort of couple of weeks, aside from some little bits here and there, hadn't been overly entertaining. Like I wasn't enjoying the Dan Lambert Brandy Road stuff. That was cringe. Well, um, if, if things are going the way they are, that's the end of it. Which, yeah. is, which, is, which isn't a bad thing, no, so but, we, we can all rejoice. And I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute. It's a bit of a weird thing that they're just going to end. If, well, they did that with the Nightmare Collective, didn't they? Well, that's that what it was to, called? That the, to end. Yeah, well, it did need to, but it was, I mean, it was honestly just cut so quick and with no explanation, but, like you know, hair. balls. <laughs> yeah, literally, with no explanation. I like well, it. After the, you well, don't need to cut your hair, though, do you? Wasn't it because Kong, <laughs> Austin Kong had... Was going to do that glow? Oh, something like that. And wasn't then she it? never I... came back. So, and then she, I think she's retired now, which is. A shame. Uh, no, she showed up somewhere else, didn't she? I thought recently. Maybe, but didn't she do that? She tends to do this quite a bit. Didn't she I do see. that women's power, whatever it was, in NWA? Oh, I think that might have been it. Yeah, and I think I thought that was her retirement anyway. With Gail Kim. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. That's maybe what I'm thinking, but yeah, same because. No, but it's 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 awesome because. You know, again, like it's, it's some un- more great acquisitions for AEW. But anything else ca- caught your eye? Um, let's see. That probably is. Well, I was going to talk about more with the Rumble and with Shane, but the amount of um, times the Rumble match itself was apparently messed about because of Shane. Yeah, well, we're definitely be getting into that. But um, in terms of Raw uh, and the product there recently, I know Miz has been having some interesting little segments. Well, yeah. He, let out a zinger the other week, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, him and Mysterio, Ray Mysterio, feud in. Dominic trying to get involved, and uh, <laughs> Miss says, "Are oh, you a bit taller than Ray? Are you sure you aren't Eddie's son?" <laughs> it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Again, callbacks in in WWE. Yeah. Um, I do like the Miz. I do rate him. Uh, yeah. Uh, one thing. One thing that um, was more surprising on that night on that episode of Raw, because I haven't watched too much of this week's, was last week they actually did a promo that did not get interrupted, which is a rarity in that any wrestling. That is a rarity, time. yeah. Because obviously you get the, you might get a promo before a match where someone's walking down the ring, but I don't count that because they're going to get involved with someone. Mm. And sometimes there's a promo after a match where someone gets involved. This time, MVP brings up Bobby Lashley to come out in his hometown, cuts a promo, Done. Nothing else happened. Crazy. All got interrupted. Yeah, it's a rarity because it feels like every promo gets interrupted. Well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm keeping up little bits here and there with Raw. 
So I know a little bit here and there about what's going on with it. But again, it's not the sort of product I'm, I've, I've enjoyed watching for a while. So, but yeah, it is nice to see that when good stuff is happening because, you know, it's, it's good for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, I am interested to see, uh, you know, how we sort of go into Elimination Chamber and then from there into into Mania because it is still a big time of the year for wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, for the majority of wrestling fans this and time of for year. For the so. first time since, I think, 1999, there was a Super Bowl promo about WWE. It's because, obviously, N- NBC, who uh, owned Peacock, yeah. advertised WrestleMania. Well, they did the uh, When Worlds Collide show, didn't they, On a, uh, as a halftime show, I think, for, was it a couple of years ago now? I think it was NXT and... NXT um, did it, and they'd, obviously the one in ninety nine. With um, the Rock, with the Rock, yeah, <laughs> and the Rock was actually did the before. I don't know if it was before the game, but he did a pro. He did a promo as the Rock, but as himself, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny considering he owns XFL. Yeah, I know, but who? Yeah, looking back on it in retrospect, and it's like yeah, crazy. But um, no, well, I just I. Well, did you catch Super Bowl? No, I wasn't interested. I, oof. Oof. Even though, I, even though I played the Madden games. Um, and um, it's usually, if, if, if it's simple, if I'm ever awake, I will try and watch the halftime show, no matter who it is. The halftime show is a bit, it's just, yeah, it, it draws you in. I think it's interesting, really interesting this year. There's a lot of drama, a lot of drama, but... We can't go too much into it because we're we're going to be here all day talking about that instead of talking about the wrestling. Which so, we'll be talking about all day anyway, so... Well, nothing, we're going to have to talk... New. No, nothing, nothing new. new, but I, it's probably time to just dive in to your favourite person in wrestling. Uh, which one? I know, this has been this has been coming every single week on the podcast. We have a little segment dedicated to Cody Rhodes. Apart from last week, because obviously we're doing New Japan. But we still talked about Cody yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, I know. It's, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, every week. And now I, it, it just feels right that this really is the Cody show now. You're not doing it right. You usually have a jingle. There's a little jingle, but yeah. I, I want you to do the jingle. I ain't doing it. I think you want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. Oh, I can tell by the look in your nah. eyes. Look in my eyes, what do you see? Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> I know you're leaving, but are you really? Well, that's the question, right? I we when we last talked about it and that whole the the contract situation was being sort of made um, public, and then he, he brought it into kind of this his promo just before the ladder match with Sammy, yeah. which uh, we didn't actually end up talking about in the end, but really enjoyed that. And that beach break show was great because, of course, we got to see Danhausen. Yes, uh, which was another big—I uh, say big signing. I suppose not as technically as big as the other ones, but it's great to see. Like Danhausen has been one of those names that I think a lot of people have wanted to see him move over into AEW. He's had a lot of interaction with the guys, and he's had a lot of influence, really. Yeah, yeah. The Ass, the Ass Boys has been—that was him, and it works. And it's probably got them more over than what they were before. So well, it makes the. Um... One of the, one of them uh, being a racist gone away now. Well, yeah. So, well, that's that's sort of gone down. But again, I think we we talked about that before. You yeah. can't always you can't you can't hold certain things over people if he's genuinely changed a person. But you know, by the by, um, but yeah, Dan Housen. 
being yeah. there. But that ladder match, it was great. Some great spots in it. I did enjoy it a lot. But that promo beforehand when he kind of went absolutely everywhere apart from the match and he made those little jabs, I was convinced. I was convinced it was a work. I'm... And to, the, the news comes out today that him and Brandy have parted ways with AEW. So what do you make of it all? Like I said, I will not believe it until I see it. If he's if he's at Chamber, because technically, technically he can appear any time. Well, we 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 need to go into that because that's that's an even that's another kind of branch from the story, is that WWE are going to be making him or have already made him a huge offer. Yeah, but like I said, if, until I see it, I'm not going to believe it because there's a possibility that it's going to appear on Dynamite. The, th- the one of the biggest problems I think with wrestling, and it's not a problem per se, it's 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 when it's actually doing its job right, really, but. It's so difficult sometimes to ascertain what's work and what isn't. And sometimes seeing isn't really believing no. in wrestling. Because even now, like WWE has shown that they have got the capacity to open up a forbidden door of their own. They let Impact's, <laughs> Impact Women's Champion, Mickie James. Cause yeah. We, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, but they, they let, obviously, you know, she appears in the Rumble. Yeah. So just be, even if Cody shows up in WWE, in a WWE ring doesn't mean he we're, we're not going to see him in AEW. But if he... I just worried that if he does, we're going to... If he does go to WWE, which I don't think he will, he'll get buried to, buried to shit, I feel, because of what he's done. But obviously he can't feud with Triple H, right? Everyone thinks it would happen because mm. Triple H's uh, condition and we don't think he can wrestle again. But he's not officially announced. Not officially announced, but honestly, it'll be a shame if that is the case. On a side note, yeah. but, but I, if at I'm, the same time, it, you know, health, we always say anyway. But health, health has to come first. Yeah. But. If I had, if I had a place for him to go, that's not WWE. Ring of Honor when they come back. Could you imagine if they do a swap and Cody goes to WWE, Triple H goes to AEW? Well, the thing that everyone seems to think should happen. Like trading Pokemon cards. Here's a shiny for a shiny. I reckon yeah, they... Um, yeah, but can Triple H break Cody's symbol? I don't think he can. <laughs> that was what, two, three years ago now? Maybe longer? Uh, What, the the throne thing? Yeah. No, it's double or nothing in 2019, wasn't it? So yeah. it'll be three years this year. Also, another person related to it is Dustin. Do you think he's going to go? Because <sighs> I don't think he will. I suppose the way that everybody should look at this really is... There's two sides of the fence. There's one, this is legit. It really is happening, slash already has happened. Cody and Brandy have parted ways with AEW. That's one side of the fence. The other side of the fence is, this is really all just a work. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they're putting it out on Twitter. They're making it all look real because it's going to get people talking. And we, you know, because we do. We're joking about talking about Cody Rhodes every week. And actually, a lot of the stuff he's doing is annoying us. But then, always try and find like the good things in there. Like, yeah, but then if he really, if this is leading to a big heel turn, like, then it's kind of ideal. You know, it's just it's that what what annoys you, or what what's been annoying me, is that it's that thought that he really does think he's a face, and he re, he really is refusing to turn heel because that's what's infuriating. Yeah. But regardless of however you look at the guy, he's managed to stay relevant. Because we still talk about him. Even though I've sat here and I've said I'm bored of his segments. And I'm bored of this. I am bored of his segments. I don't want to particularly watch his segments. 
But then we come on a podcast and I'm still talking about the guy. So he's obviously still doing something right, you know? And yeah. this this keeps that, it keeps that alive. And he could be away from wrestling for a year. And all that's going to do is, well, Cody's going to come back at some point. Cody's going to show up here at some point. It gets people talking. And it's also that thing of the absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, it apparently does. So maybe, you know, that's another way potentially to look at it. Maybe it's just a case that he's going to take some time away from AEW, make the people think he's gone, and then when he shows up, maybe he gets a pop. But this is something, wow, this is something that apparently has been rumored for so long about how him and the Bucks and Kenny end up being, not talking to each other, and, but it's basically sure. been him and just right a minute ago about apparently he had a big fall out Tony Khan. And... Well... There's so many stories flying around today now, and it's going to be really difficult to sort of sieve through which ones might hold weight, which ones don't. And we're not really. I mean, we're we're two fans. Talk about wrestling because we love wrestling. You know, we're not the the guys out there raiding the dirt sheets for all of the, no. the info. We haven't got guys on the inside. Like we're seeing the same things everyone else yeah, is, but it's, it's just trying to put our takes on it. But if this was a month ago. I'd probably buy a little bit more because obviously the Rumble... I say I'd buy it even less now. But I'm buying it less because the timing's just the weird timing. Because it's not like... Because if it was the week before Mania, you had that possibility of going, maybe, maybe not. But it's just... (sighs) The only thing that, that, for me there, that's kind of odd is, is, is Brandy. She's the factor that makes that a bit more believable. And that would sway me on the side of maybe it's not a work. Because like we said at the beginning of the show, she's been doing this stuff with Dan Lambert. And it it just feels weird that you'd basically just drop that. You know, and he's and he'd be gone so... But if, if this is what I mean, like for someone like Cody, who, whether you want to admit it or not, is a pivotal part of AEW and, and the reason yeah. it, it came to existence. To have no kind of swan song or, or farewell from the company well technically that Lennon match didn't he appear is that real I mean yeah it's a passing of the torch but then did he appear the week after or was it just Brandy maybe just Brandy because I think it was just Brandy actually I've just she just that promo where she said to Ethan Page about um, only hiring him to get closer to Josh Alexander (laughs) which was the only decent line in there yeah but the funny there's a funny thing about him what with Josh yeah he's apparently become a free agent well, the walking weapon could be another one walking through the door then. I wouldn't mind that at all. But I think Josh Alexander's great. A problem, apparently he's got a problem with a visa in the US. So that could happen. Ah, okay. Definitely. But I just realised something. Because now I said there's a possibility of Cody just appearing at any time in WWE. Right. Today is Vengeance Day, which is like a takeover episode, if you want. It's NXT. But he could appear. Wow. Do you bring him... Well... This is what I mean. It gets people talking. So you, you, you've you got to love he's this a, sort of thing. He's the new head of NXT, not the, Triple H. <laughs> you've got to love this sort of thing, whether the, you like the guy or not. You but know, it's also weird because... It, it gives guys like us something to talk about. But it's also weird because <laughs> this could be this is going to be the first time AEW guy is going to WWE. Usually it's the other way around. Well, technic- well technically, um, Mercedes Martinez. But she was only there for like a little bit. And there's like people like Cora Jade that had like one match. Well, she's certainly the first one to go from AEW to WWE back to AEW. Yeah. Cora Jade, yeah. She had one match. But there might like, be, there, there's going to be some from Dark and Dark Elevation yeah, stuff as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, and that was basically what Cora Jade did, but yeah. it's like... 
because yeah, the last for the last couple of years, it feels like everyone's going from WWE to AEW. Or, but the, like we said, but the thing is, and we say this about every every time someone leaves WWE, there's not one company that people can go to. There isn't, but I I think when people look at it like that, saying they've gone from WWE to AEW, that's not necessarily an accurate uh, description of of what's hatch- actually happened there because. No. The guys have only gone from from WWE to AEW because WWE made them a free agent. So it's that middle of the, the, the you know, there's there's a part part of that journey that is crucial to their move to AEW, and it's the fact that WWE released them from their contracts, and that's what I mean. You know, like if if you're going to be released from your contract, AEW is going to want to pick up some of the hottest talent in the world. They've got the money to do so. For those that aren't happy with them picking up the quote unquote WWE rejects is still kind of a bogus thing. If you see that there's a guy out there looking for work and he's absolutely what you need in your company and he's a master of his profession, you would be kind of idiotic, to be honest, and not want to pick that person up if there's clearly a place for them and you can make a place for them in, in your company. And and that's not just wrestling, that's just in general. Yeah, because um, Killer Cross is apparently going to MLW. That'd be a good fit for him, yeah. I think. And again, I still want to see what he does with maybe uh, EC3 and obviously the Titan now, yeah. Adam Sher. Because we're still we're still waiting to see what happens to Bray. And and we might still wait a little bit longer for that. There's, and, still, there's still a rumour he's going back to WWE. There's always going to be rumours. buy that. There's always going to be rumours until, like you said, until you see it. And even then sometimes... Seeing can be deceiving, so it's it can be really tricky in wrestling to know. Oh, but well, that's what makes it interesting a lot of the time. And plus, um, Tony, um, not not Tony, Nick Khan ain't going to do a, a tweet saying we got a surprise. Like Tony Khan does every <laughs> that's, single. That's true. Well, yeah, but it, I, I I don't know. I I don't. I suppose it, try and work out what side of the fence I'm on. What side of the fence you're on with it? I kind of am. And again, the news isn't even 24 hours old yet. So more stuff's going to potentially come yeah. out and might even come out by the time we've even finished recording. Because like they usually does. do, yeah. yeah. But um, I, I think, personally, we could have dropped the ball with something huge or this is actually what's going to lead into into it. And again, like you, we said about Jay White coming in, we're building this kind of like now inner friction with the elite. Again. Jay White coming there, Adam Cole's there. Undisputed errors there, you know. It's all you've got a lot of pieces at play here. Kenny Omega's not back yet, so when he comes back, something could happen there as well. But really, the friction, supposedly, the seeds of all that were planted long ago with all of the rumours circulating online that Cody and the um, the elite had kind of had a bit of a falling out. Yeah, and he even referenced that in that kind of retirement esque promo with Malachi Black, which again, that sort of didn't really go anywhere, did it? No, I've... so I don't. I just don't know if if I don't know. I don't know. I feel that the door is open for him to make a big return, and you could honestly go in any which way direction that you want to go with it. But if you don't have him come in and do something with the elite, because that's really what Cody needs. I think the Cody character needed to be working with the elite, either against them, with them, whatever it was. That never got result. That never happened. Nothing happened, didn't it? It was like all of a sudden Cody's not with them. It was literally the last time I even remember seeing them all in the ring at the same time was the the show they opened on Dynamite when it was the first one of the pandemic, Empty Arena Shows. Right, and that's... Because it was supposed to be 
the Blood and Guts match. Yeah. And of course, they open up with that big empty arena and it's Cody and the Bucks and Kenny. I think Kenny was there, but, you know, with the Elite. Yeah. And basically, you know, ushering in this kind of strange error that we had for for the longest time. So that's the last time I remember them all together. I don't, I don't know if they did all stand together again. Yeah. And was there anything on being the Elite? Do you know? I never see Cody on being the Elite. Yeah, but was... But, but, do you know there was a time when he was like, because he was never, yeah, kicked, he, he never he, officially kicked out of the group. <clears throat> as well, as I'm, well I don't think it was a case that he, he was kicked out of the group. It was it was more he went off and did his own thing, didn't he, with the Nightmare family? Because even that, that Blood and Guts match was supposed to be, he was meant to be in that match. There was the elite. Against the Inner Circle. Yeah. And then, of course, when by the time we got around to it at Double or Nothing that year, uh, it was Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy, that uh, replaced him. And he ended up. Um, challenging for the TNT title. Yeah, and that was, but they couldn't do the uh, blown guts. But they did the. Um... Well, they did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, they did the stadium stampede. Same, yeah, because blood and guts then didn't come along until last year. Uh, last year, which was uh, in a circle and pinnacle. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's, there's so many. If that, re- if it is it though, if it is it, yeah, I don't know what what went wrong, but it's got to be one of the biggest. If not, no, actually, John, I will say that. I, I, I think if this is legit, this is the biggest misfire from AEW to date. Cody was the face of the company. The crowd started turning. He started becoming, on on screen, he st- it, it was coming across more that, you know, this, uh, I don't really like this. He needs to turn heel. It wasn't happening, wasn't happening. All these different things that it feels like we could have gone in all these different directions. He, he's won a t- he's won a title three times in the mid card. Mm-hmm. Um, that division, that TNT title, still hasn't doesn't really feel like a proper proper championship. There's never really been proper feuds, not blood not really. feuds. There's been not 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 big angles around the TNT title. No, because it just seems like oh, I'm challenging you. I'm going to challenge you. And yeah, it, it is, and it, feels, it has literally been that. I don't think there's been a feud apart from. Maybe there's no. There's hundred percent. There are hundred percent have been feuds, but they've been so they they've been booked in in a manner that's so kind of un. I don't even know if underwhelming's the word, but just not unimportant. I guess is is maybe what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because I saw a rumor that there there might be bringing Brian Danielson to be a challenger for the TNT titles. I think. Well, they, but enough. they could be going a few different routes with that because obviously with him recently trying to get Moxley to tag with him. Yeah, and that seemed to not like disappear the week after, but it was like kind of forgotten about mm. in, a, in a weird in a weird way. It was like, well, Moxley's going to team with Punk or whatever. No, well, he does say we'll give him a, t- a chance to sort of think about it. Again, you have to kind of take a little bit of a slower pace with AW because they do tend to want to stick with some things longer. But then this is where this 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 can damage the credibility a bit for me again if this is legit that Cody and Brandy have left because we've left so many doors open on the way out that they could have gone through. The heel turn that hasn't happened. The Tiger Driver 98 that was constantly teasing a pedigree hasn't happened. Cody and Brandy doing something together because the whole, you know, like Cody as your husband is just going to sit there in in the back and let someone like Dan say the things he's saying to her then. Like if that was a real life scenario, are you serious? No. The, the elite situation never resolved. The him 
looking at his retirement, never resolved. You know, like, it's just, it, there's so many threads that have just been left dangling that that's what I mean. Like, the door is clearly open for him to return from a storyline aspect. It just depends that from a behind-the-scenes aspect. And again, this is if this is all legit. Hmm. From a behind-the-scenes aspect, if he's welcome back. Because if him and Khan have had a, a proper falling out, and you've probably seen a bit more of that than I have today, then... The only thing I can imagine it would have been would have been because of the contract, I guess. Like, was was it genuinely well, yeah, that they're arguing over but, money? But why? You, they, they still technically owned the company, right? Well, Tony Khan owns the company. It's his money that. But went they're into the shareholders, it. right? Am I am I wrong in that? Um, I don't know if he's a shareholder. I bet it was the Burks, Kenny, and Cody had like a percentage. Okay. I don't oh, know. Maybe I think of booking, and that's maybe that because that was a thing. Wasn't well, it, it was it was they're, they're executive vice presidents, isn't it? So they're yeah. EVPs in terms of like certain things. But again, like all those stories come out that Tony had taken the booking, um, which I'm sure also didn't help with the relationship between the two. But probably not. But then, if people like an AEW to WCW. Which we which we do a lot. Which does happen. Which does happen. I, I, in all honesty, I think you do it more than I do, but I'm not blind to it. And I do think you you are right with a lot of what you say with it, as as you know all the other guys that say. Um, I think we all say the same thing. I think we're yeah we we tend to be pr- on pretty much the same sort of wavelength with it. But if if you're going to sort of liken them to WCW and you look at the mistakes WCW made that effectively put them out of business, having your um, having your talent essentially be in full control of their own booking is one of the things that really led to the downfall. So I can see that it's a good thing and it is learning from a mistake that Tony would not let them have all of that creative power. But at the same time, Tony is not an experienced wrestling booker. So he would still need a team of people. But then at that point then, at what point then do you become, well, Tony gets a team of people, so does he have writers? And then does but, it then just become WWE? <laughs> but sometimes being unscripted helps, but sometimes it doesn't. Hey, Cody. Yeah, but but I think that's exactly does how it, it should it, be in wrestling. That's yeah. what can make or break the character, right? Like, if you're a good talker, talk and have the freedom to do it. Cody's a good talker, and he has had some good promos. But you hear all these stories about Cody doing those, like, promo... Um, is that, like, masterclasses or something he yeah, does? Like, yeah. where he practices them... And gets the feedback off of it. I mean, that's like Hollywood level stuff. Like, do you honestly think like someone like Mox and Eddie Kingston do that? No, because they're good at it. They'll just get in their head what they want to say. They might do it in front of a mirror, or they might just go out and be like, "I'm going to just just let it come out from the heart." Like they've got the points in their head, and they just just cut a promo. I'm just thinking, how many characters in wrestling have developed more in the past, say, five years or so? I mean, obviously, someone like a Jericho who evolves his character. I'd say, I'd say Hangman in AEW. Hangman, oh, Hangman, is, Hangman probably is the top, and he's had the best kind of arc of an evolution of a character, but, and where they they turn, they switch lanes when they felt they needed to. Because it feels like because we've had we had Moxie and WWE as um, Dean Ambrose for so long, and Danielson and WWE for so long that it's a different to most people. It's their first time of seeing this character as they are now. Yeah, but then even the Brian Danielson that we see now isn't the Brian Danielson we saw pre WWE, because he's 
everybody has to have, everyone evolves and everyone everyone has to change with the times Jericho's always credited as, as a guy that's a master of it and that's and rightly so because he is yeah Cody though I don't know because if it, if this is a work then this is going to be this is probably going to go if, if they hit the mark with it wherever it like whatever the purpose of, of this is because if it is to like get him away and then he comes back out of nowhere and it's it's all of a sudden this big rivalry that you're going to care about and it's something to do with the elite or well something that you can actually invest in emotionally it's going to be great if it really is just because we want to keep him away for a bit let people miss him and then bring him back well here's the thing now he's not contracted does that not becoming WWE not WWE AEW champion stipulation go away now could he be a surprise uh, ladder <sighs> wow competitor that's a good point like from a booking standpoint, that's good. Like you can you can think of stuff like that. But again, that's going to work if he turns heel. Yeah, because he will win the ladder match and become heel. And, I, and I've always said like I don't mind. I don't care if Cody becomes a champion. It's it's just it's more the fact like I just want to enjoy what I'm watching. And it's been difficult doing that with Cody recently because it's just felt like it's just not been fun to do it with Hangman. People weren't really buying into him as the guy. And it felt like, you know, because he had the, the main... He was in the debut... Um, well, debut match. But he, he was in the match with Jericho to crown the inaugural AW champion. Yeah. People weren't really buying into Hangman at this point. Jericho's an established name. He was seeing this resurgence in his career because it's the first time he'd really stepped away from WWE to be contracted to a major company. Obviously, his matches in New Japan had opened those doors up for him and, and also the, to was, us. That was the original Forbidden Door. Well, well not was, the original Forbidden Door, but... It's one of those things that, that paved a way to AEW, yeah. I think, isn't it? And it's it, it, it did set a bit of a standard. But, you know, people weren't buying that. And then people weren't really buying it. You know, people weren't interested in him the, on the mic. I wasn't. I was like, you know, he's good in the ring. I was enjoying some of the matches he was having with Pac at that time, really, really early on. But there wasn't really anything there at the beginning. So AEW have proven, when you go from where he was there to where he is now, they've proven that they can take a guy like that if they really want to. And genuinely make him a interesting to watch, b give him a really good character arc, and c do the right thing with the character based on what the people want because they were going to turn him heel because they thought what well, if people aren't going to like him would we'll turn him heel that's what it felt like yeah and then as soon as actually that started working they found a way to make that so that he really was the face but without really changing what made it made us cheer him in the first place you know that stone cold treatment well yeah because at the beginning it was like. Oh, he said he said shit, so we've got to cheer him. But then it was yeah. like... And then the drinking, which had kind of disappeared, which, you kind, of, which you kind of needed. It, it works, again, it character development, so you kind yeah. of had to, but... I don't know, I, I suppose in closing on it, Cody and Brandy leaving AEW. We'll see. If it's legit, then I, something really went wrong there. And that has honestly got to be the biggest blunder for AEW in, in the history so far. If it's a work, depending on how it's pulled off, I always just want—I just want to be optimistic with it. And I don't, it, it, you know, it's—it's it's silly because at the end of the day, like we're supposed to be works. We are the fans, you know. That's kind of really what we pay our money for. Like we want to be lost in it, and we want to be not just entertained, but we kind of do want to believe what we're seeing. You know, that's the magic yeah. of wrestling. It turns out that Cody Rhodes is decided to become a UFC champion. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he does the punk route and he just goes away for seven years. Who knows? But be nice. <laughs> no, because I mean, like you want to, like with Punk's returns, like it's good to see him come back 
Oh, they were such a long time <coughs> away, even though they were never away to begin with, really, because they were always about. Yeah. It's like the old saying, no one's ever retired. Well, they say never say never, right? So. Right, Justin. <laughs> never say never, I guess. Um, never say never again. But it's, it's weird. It's, it's Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, uh, two people with big positions in the company. They're supposedly out the door. It's kind of like Tony losing one of his first sons of AEW. I was going to say, which Tony are you on about? Tony? <laughs> yeah. Soprano? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Carr losing one of his first sons of he's just, AEW. Yeah, he's but... going to take him to the woods and whack him. <laughs> but Vince McMahon has lost his only son. And it was uh, it was him that released him. So, that was, first of all, take that for a segue. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit different, though. We're gonna, we are gonna go through Rumble, and Ashley, you're gonna talk us through some of your best bits from the Rumble, and th- maybe things you didn't like. But well, <laughs> so the news, the news coming out of the Rumble was that, as you alluded to, Shane was was one of the producers or wasn't one of the producers, but did produce the Men's Rumble. Yeah, because apparently, apparently, it was built all around him, right? And also, these the numbers were all messed about. So I heard, I saw the one story that um, Shane McMahon's music started playing, but it was meant to be Randy Orton going to the ring at this point. Yeah. And Shane was trying to get him to go out and Randy told him, I'm not coming out to Here Comes the Money, so you better get out there. Yeah, apparently laughing his head off while doing it. Yeah, which I could imagine, but fair play to him. This is WWE, you know, like those mistakes shouldn't be happening, really, for a multi-billion pound company, which by the way... Uh, it came out recently, made a again record profits. Yeah, they made a billion. Yeah, and no one's been released yet, so that's something different. Well, no, we have had releases this year, though, haven't we? Well, Shane McMahon. Yeah, but not, <laughs> yeah, but not like the twenty million. Here comes the money. Couldn't have been any more apropos. And there goes the money, and then Vince makes a billion. So I don't know. Yeah, but we, when last time they had this record profit, like twenty people were released in a day. So yeah, but you got to remember that that record profit has come as a result of. The previous releases, yeah, you know, all of that, all of those people released from their contract has ob- obviously added to that that uh, figure that you see. But could you imagine if a major company had to re- had to make load of people redundant because they got no money, and then it turns out they made so much money they had to bring them back? <laughs> well, I know it's not going to happen because uh, that's just, that's just stupid, isn't it? It's... Well, I, I don't I don't know what what they plan to do. I mean, it's still kind of in the in the air as to whether or not they're going to sell. I suppose, and Disney's still going to be at the top of that list, yeah. I guess. But but apparently, Shane has there was a picture of Shane not too long ago where he's trying to get a deal with WWE. So even he's still part of the company, but that was just a one off that a one off moment. Yeah, I don't. Or he's know. doing something for Vince. I mean, he's, he's his son still at the end of the day, right? And they were already estranged for a number of years before. So it's it's it, to be honest, it is a shame to see something like this happen. But the reports that were going around about what led to to the release in the first place were were mad because that was one of them. Obviously, I think usually Tyson Kidd's one of the producers for the Rumble, and he wasn't there. Triple um, H wasn't there. Triple H wasn't there, and he's usually uh, supposedly one of the ones responsible to make sure people get like a. A moment to shine, like at least everyone gets a moment to yeah. shine in the rumble, which you usually see like upon you know when they first come in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because mostly there was only one person in the rumble, men's rumble, that only had like less than a minute, and usually there's always someone who's like get like two or three, that's like thirty seconds, but they hit someone with their finish yeah, then they're thrown out. Yeah, 
But this was apparently just a train wreck. People didn't know that the the winner was changing because I saw Riddle's name was thrown around at one point that he could be winning it. Riddle was going to win it. Um, I think Seth was going to be in in it and probably going to win. I might be wrong on that. Shane himself, maybe. I don't know. But Shane was one of the last four, wasn't he? In the Rumble. Yeah. He was in the final four. I can't remember who it it was. Brock, Drew, Shane and someone else. It might have been about how many it is. Shane is one of the final four, man. I mean, I think looking at the reports and everything that came through, apparently it was like nuclear heat on him backstage. Oh, so yeah. Vince, and that was apparently what caused like Vince to have no other choice but to to let him go. So I don't know if that would have been a case of maybe people threatening a walk or or what. Well, but it sounded like he was good. He's rumored to have it was like there's three or four names he's meant to have a match at Mania for. Well, so I saw him and Seth was meant to be. Uh, him and Seth was one. Yeah. Him and Bobby Lashley was one. And one with Austin Theory, which would make sense because the Vince man training Austin Theory to be his next, like to be his son or whatever. Yeah, like the new the new Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> Where this sets up more kind of fantasy booking, though, in the mind, because obviously, you know, we covered it in the intro, but with Jay White and Keith Lee showing up on AEW when Tony Khan had announced that there was going to be the... Uh, like the Forbidden Door. Yeah. Shane McMahon's name was being floated around. Yeah, but apparently, like WWE were like saying, "Don't do it." <laughs> so WWE, so WWE genuinely do an AEW a favor by saying, "Don't hire him because he will ruin your company." Which is weird because the amount of times they said, "Oh, this guy was difficult to work with," when they got released. Right. But then, why would WWE want to do them a favor? Working relationship. It's well, maybe, yeah. Now, isn't it? Vince Russo called it, to be fair, didn't he? <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, in all honesty, they, they have done them inadvertent favours by releasing, you know, a lot of really good talent from their roster that AEW then picked up. So it's inadvertent, but it still benefited AEW nonetheless. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's, it's weird. It is weird. Um, will, will we see Shane McMahon show up in another wrestling company? Probably. You think so? Because you know one of the other rumours that went around? Which was? Him and Triple H leave together and start their own. Uh, Could you imagine, though, the money that would be behind that? You'd have a third powerhouse, couldn't you? I know, and again, I mean, that one's a bit far-fetched. But then is it? <laughs> it's, it's a bit... It's a bit far-fetched, but is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of Pokemon. It's like Hobbs and Shaw, isn't it? Like, the, the two... It's like frenemies. You know, like Shane wanted ECW online. He wanted it to be this really cool niche thing. Couldn't have it. Triple H got NXT eventually a number of years later and made it his own thing. It kind of felt like all these years, like Shane being the actual son of Vince McMahon wasn't in line for the throne. Triple H was in line for the throne. And now Triple H has been tossed to the curb in favour of Nick Khan. It starts all these rumours. He'll be tossed in away for Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, Tony Khan's um, what well, his dad probably Sadiq Khan. That'd be a battle for the ages, wouldn't it? Sadiq goes over to WWE to become an investor. <laughs> well, and then Vince can own. Vince can then get Newcastle from the Saudis. No, no, Vince would get um, Chelsea, and then, and then they can get Fulham for yeah, get Chelsea. Yeah, he can, yeah. he can get Chelsea. And then they can if if Sadiq goes over, they can get Fulham. 
Well, here he is, well, man. Well, I said he does, yeah, they go and yeah. Fulham. I don't know, man. It's, that, it, that prediction is as wide as the Wilfred Sir Harp Henry. <laughs> I've, been wait, I've just been waiting to say that line to you. Oh, well, you found your moment. Well yeah. done. <laughs> I mean, no one else that's listening will get it, but fuck it. Well, they might do. Um, and if you do, drop us a like, a subscribe, follow. <laughs> Getting those in early. Um, no, I, I don't know. The, the news, I mean, it's kind of older news now by the time we've got to it. But again, we missed a couple of weeks like news-wise. But I, just think it's, I, I still find it fascinating that Vince had to <laughs> release his own son. From but was he really contracted before that? Well, he must have. A, he must hold a contract somewhere because he's, he's got to guarantee his money, right? I mean, it's not. To be fair, someone like Shane's going to have investments elsewhere in the world, isn't he? I mean, didn't he start up businesses in China and stuff? Yeah. Um, when I he was, I don't know how well it went on, but well, he came back to WWE, so I don't know if that's an indication that it wasn't <laughs> or or what. But because I remember the rumours about he was trying to get to buy USC and Strike Force, and that never happened. No, oh, I remember that one. Yeah, I thought it was Pride. Might have been. Might have been all of them, to be honest. <laughs> Didn't JBL have his own MMA company for a bit? God, I don't know. I'm sure it might have been just a Wikipedia page thing, so I don't know if it was official or not. <laughs> well, anyone who listens to this show knows Ash loves Wikipedia. We'll be on that later for the Elimination Chamber matches, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's strange, but, you know, if we see... Um, yeah, if we see, see him show up in another company, then that will be a big bombshell moment, I think. And that, that will be another one of those real big forbidden door things, I think. Like a, yeah. a, again, like a genuine forbidden door. But I suppose we'll we'll see. But in terms of the rest of the Rumble Ash, um, if you want to recap for us the yeah. Rumble, All right? So we didn't do very well predictions wise. Nah, not no 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 such good results so far. But. Yeah, no. So we were on pretty even pegging at the at the start of the year, but. Um, there was one thing, one point I wanted to make there. One I was kind of glad about was that Lashley did win the title. Yeah, it was a decent match, to be honest. What was your favourite match from the night? Um, it's a tie between the women's rumble. <laughs> was it the men's rumble as well? Fuck no. <laughs> and the um, and Lashley, well, Lashley Brock was good. Yeah. I would have enjoyed Roman versus Seth if it wasn't a stupid DQ because that was a good match, but. I saw the ranting and raving for this because obviously Seth come out in a, in the Shield attire mm. and the music, but a DQ finish. Mm. They can't help themselves, can they? No, they love it, a DQ it's, finish. But it's not going to lead to anything. No, well, that's the. Oh, I can't keep banging on about it because I'll be labelled as the anti WWE guy. Well, I think it's Jay in here again. Well, no, but even but you know, if he was saying that as well, like I, I would have to agree with him for that because it is such a WWE move. Because, like, it's again, what a, a huge match for a world title on one of the big four pay per views. Oh, sorry, one of the big four premier live events. Premier live events of the year that really rolls off. Oh, the tongue. Oh, oh, it might, I can't. But it's also um, ends in de- disqualification. It was, it was going. The thing, the problem was, it was going so quick. Like they were doing so much stuff really quickly. It was like, this can't go on to that long. And then, yeah, the Roman gets the guillotine in. Seth gets to the ropes, and that was it. But the best thing about it's stupid. The best thing was the aftermath because I started reading about the shield, and that it was. And Seth was like, "You're upset that I broke the shield up, not you." 
I honestly would still like to have seen Seth and Roman go to Mania. I know we're going to get Lesnar and Roman. Oh, yeah. It's, it's... And we said that. I mean, to be fair, I kind of got that right. But it's just not going to be a title unification match. Or at least it's still not at the moment. No, but it's, so... go- it's going to be. There's, there's no way for a way. But... Yeah, but then what? Oh, wow, well, I don't know. The beat... what, why, why have Lesnar lose it to drop it to Lashley then? I don't know. Well, they've done in the past. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, the the aftermath where Roman beat up Seth the same way Seth beat up Roman to break up the Shield. I got to admit, I liked that. That was like good. that chair shot reenacting it, it. Yeah, it was like a remake by the same people. Yeah, it was. A, it was a good callback to. But it didn't have like the the that the, moment the Dean Ambrose shock look. <laughs> yeah, that's what it needed. Well, you could have had Heyman. Yeah, but Heyman weren't there at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, because he shows up later on to. Cost Les on the yeah. match with, with Lashley. Yeah, like, so, like I said, that match was good, but it felt a little bit dangerous with the way Brock was throwing for, uh, Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. And I, I may be champion again, but I'll, and obviously the bit where Roman comes out to screw over Brock and um, goes to Heyman and Heyman accepts the hand and costs Brock as well again, which is. It's at that moment you know. It just confirms this is the Mania match. Yeah. Like it confirms what you already know, isn't Cause it? Because I but, reckon, like I said, Seth was rumoured to be in the Rumble match and probably win it. But after you've just been guillotined and got the the, the shit battle out of him, but <laughs> I know, obviously, like two hours later or three hours later, whenever it was, the Rumble started, he could have in wrestling recovered. But still, well, the women's Rumble. I mean, you said that it was one of your favourite ones. Then, obviously. Yeah. We saw the return of Ronda Rousey. Which was, even though we knew it was happening, the same with like other people we were talking about, because it's, it is hard now, it's still hard to go on the internet and not find something that's going to happen. Yeah. And there to were, there to were, be fair though, I would probably get more surprises from WWE watching that because I'm not actively looking at the, that sort of stuff on the internet now. No, but there were, there were people that were not announced that were actually shocks, and it's like, oh, that was cool. Like Melina came in. Yeah, the Melina thing was cool, and obviously yeah. Sasha Banks was well, in so, itself a shock because we yeah, weren't expecting to well, see her. We weren't expecting to see her, but she appeared on SmackDown the day before. Ah, uh, well, yeah, of course. Well, could we record the results like before the go home shows? Yeah. So, yeah, it's. And then you had um, Cameron from Funk Daxels come out, which was something he didn't. When I, made, when, I, when I think about it, Sonny Deville's feuding with Naomi, so it made sense in my mind. Yeah. But did it translate? Was it, it supposed kind of did, to be because it was way? like, okay. it's like, because Cameron was out, Sonny Deville came out before her, but she has this thing where when she takes the jacket, when she keeps the jacket on, she's the um, like authority figure type wrestler, but when she takes it off, she's the wrestler. Cameron comes out and she has to be told that Cameron used to, Tag team of Naomi. Really? Yeah. Like <laughs> I did not I didn't know that. For at the rumble. And then Naomi comes out and goes to her camera and like like half a second to say, You're right. And then she goes straight into be up Tonya. <laughs> it sounds like there was definitely a lot more like build going on in the women's rumble. But Yeah, um Mickey, Mickey James coming out to a impact theme. Yeah. Now obviously she was being billed as the Impact Women's Champion. Yeah. And uh, not the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion, yes. which is the actual title. But I did read somewhere that apparently they 
People use the word banned, and I don't know if that always necessarily it's just done like that because it's a it makes WWE look worse than maybe sometimes they are. And they are bad, but I think sometimes I don't know. But banned was the was the term. Yes, but, um, but they banned the term. They couldn't use Impact Wrestling. They couldn't say Impact Wrestling like the company and other things like knockouts and stuff. Like they couldn't mention certain things. Yeah, because they have they don't like because a lot of these words are old fashioned, but they're still words that are associated with wrestling. And that's probably what it comes down to, isn't it? It's the wrestling element that Vince has yeah. tried so desperately to get away from. At least I didn't call it Impact Sports Entertainment. <laughs> well, you never know. If Vince ever buys it out. <laughs> it, no, it, it's cool to see her, but I am honestly still surprised she agreed to it because a lot of other people turned it down. Obviously, the former Iconics, now the inspiration, mm-hmm. turned it down. Also, and good um, on him. Nia Jax turned him down, but apparently there was like a oh, list. Oh, there was a... Yeah, that was a big thing, yeah. Well, apparently he would tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Well, she apparently just laughed, wasn't it? So, like, one of the guys that called her is someone she gets on with. Because she, she'd gone on... So, she told this story on um, Renee Paquette's uh, Oral Sessions podcast. And she just basically explained it as, like, she took the call, wasn't it? And the, yeah. the guy said, you know, would you basically want to come and be in the Rumble? And she laughed, thinking it was a joke, and then it wasn't. But it actually turned out that it wasn't even a call to see if she was going to be in the Rumble. What they were having to do was call up the... Again, like some of these guys had just been released like in a, like mere months ago. Some of them are still in there, no compete. Like she is. Yeah. And it's like, you know, trying to do her a favour and whatever. And she was like, well, no, I'm going to get paid either way, aren't I? So I'm just going to not go. Um, but yeah, like, like, yeah, calling up all these people that they've, they've let go... And it's, it's to put them on a list to present to Vince. Vince and co, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, to see which ones he wants to come in. So, <laughs> I don't know. But I, the balls, I think that takes as a company to insinuate that, A, you're going to be doing them a favour when you're the reason that they don't have a job anymore. And B, to be like... Yeah, we'll put you on a list to see if Vince thinks you're good enough to come back for this one match. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. I didn't see the... I, I don't know who else was on the list, but there was obviously like women they did contact. There must have been some, and there probably is going to be some that we don't know about. But It's going to be like a, a Lana or... Yeah, maybe, but I, I just it, don't get it, mate. But I did it feel weird it. that they were doing like a... Because Sarah Logan came out. Who, yeah. And that was a nice moment yeah. with her and, and Liv. But but they, they mentioned Riot Squad, the same way they keep saying Mox. They kept saying Mox for like the shield bits. Yeah, yeah. I still think, actually, I, I just think it takes a lot of balls, but also it's kind of a slap in the face. Um, so, yeah, good on them. And good on to everybody who said no. Um, they weren't going to go. You know, but Ronda wins the women's rumble then. Lesnar wins the men's. The forbidden door is open. UFC has invaded. Well, not only that, Bad Bunny came back. (laughs) Bad Bunny. Yeah, to be honest, actually, I think Bad Bunny needs to be talked about here because he had a great showing at the Rumble last year. And he looked good again. Yes, he did destroy again, but he didn't look too bad for somebody who's not a wrestler. Should Bad Bunny be more of a fixture at the Rumble every year? And should it just be the Rumble? 
Probably. Could they do that for a little while? Obviously, it would get boring eventually, the same as anything if you well, ever do like it. Well, it's like the... Co- Remember, like, Pete Rose? Yeah. And the Kane thing? Like, that was always... You know, that was entertaining for what it was. It's like the Kofi spot. And then we'll talk about this year's one. Well, yeah, because that, that, that this year's probably the most memorable for the wrong reason. Yeah, and he was the only... Like I said, he was the only person that was under a minute in the Rumble. But I, I still, in my mind, think he meant to do the... Cause it, he gets thrown off the top rope and tries to land on a barricade, which he does, but he also has his feet on the floor at the same time. Yeah. Which he, which Morrison did like 10 years ago. I was going to say, because the Kofi spots were actually born from the Morrison spots. Yeah, they were originally Kofi, Yeah, then Morrison left that, that, that year, and then Kofi yeah. started doing it that next year. I think the handstand was the first one. I might be wrong on that one. Uh, I think you're right. And then, it, But he did that spot... About two, three years ago, I want to say. Yeah. And he's doing it again, but he fucked up. And this time it didn't work. But it I, happens. But part of me thinks he meant to do that because he can't keep nah. doing it every year. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. But yeah, I, I, I hopefully that's where they retire it. But you know they won't because now yeah. next year he's got to do one where he actually does hit it. Yeah, because Naomi... So he maybe goes for it again next but year. But Naomi's be doing them, so they can't all keep doing it. Yeah, you've got similar people doing similar spots in both types of matches in it, but... Um, what about the 24 title? Did that make an appearance? Nope. It's probably for the best. <laughs> that's, that's probably a good thing. Because yeah, it was a funny thing, because obviously Mickey James came up with her title, and there were wrestlers that came up with their title, but Dana Brooke was in the Women's Rumble, 24-7 champion, didn't come out with the title. Mm, interesting. But also, not surprising. No. Well, overall, I mean, what would you say about Rumble? Is it worth a watch, is it? No. Did it really set much it's, up for it's Mania? I'll say this. It wasn't a bad show, but the way things were done were, weren't great. Which is, again, it's a shame because it's Rumble. Yeah. I think Rumble's had one too many now where it's been disappointing, underwhelming, or just not good. That they need... They just they need a nice sort of few years of having really good Rumbles now. They need, like, proper back-to-back, like, oh, that Rumble was great, this one was great, this one was great. Because we did, like, you know, even some of the lesser interesting ones were still memorable and still exciting to watch. Yeah, there was no, but there was no, apart from probably the Bad Bunny bit, no real shock um, people coming in. And that's probably why Shane is now out the door. But Mm. no, like, because I was thinking, we were talking about this, weren't we, about um, people that could do it and people being cleared. Like, um, well, Corey, Corey Graves, Graves, he put that tweet out about Lesnar stole his number. <laughs> Which could happen with him, true. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. And if he did, I mean, to be fair to him, he's not going to be able to stop him, is he? But, right. but um, um, <laughs> yeah, he might, we were talking about him might be appearing, making an appearance, and it might be um, like a um, X Park who'd been cleared. But I don't well, know. Well, X Park, though, can't see that happening at the moment. I mean, he's. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe he would, but. You know, he's, he's had a, an appearance in GCW recently yeah, as well. Even Jericho was rumoured. Well, you know, we had fun with with all the, the kind of suge- uh, suggestions. We had, we had fun with all of the predictions um, for people that we might see forbidden door. But um, that's all it was, really. And, that, and that's kind of how I thought it was going to be. I, I think that we were, we looked into it more than, more than we should have. There was no moose. So. There was no moose. And... To be honest with you, 
there was no Steve Blackman. So this year's Rumble for me again was another disappointment. Mm. What was the last year Black Steve Blackman was in the Rumble? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That was the last good Rumble. Then all the others sucked. So moving on. <laughs> Obviously they weren't all bad, but no. Yeah, uh, I need Steve Blackman. So maybe twenty twenty three is the year. Um, but for Mania, of course, that's kind of the principle. The whole point of the Royal Rumble was supposed to be. Now, in full speed ahead for WrestleMania, the biggest show of the calendar year for WWE, arguably the biggest wrestling show of the year in general. Uh, Sami Zayn is the Intercontinental Champion now. Mm-hmm. Well, if, well, it's not officially happened yet because it was pre-taped. Pre-taped, but... But yeah. it's, it has happened, but it's not happened. Spoiler alert, Sami Zayn is the Intercontinental Champion now before it goes out. Uh, so that's going to air on um, Friday. On Friday on SmackDown. So his challenger for WrestleMania is already being speculated, and it is a celebrity, but it's not Bad Bunny. Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Well, because it's enough for a funny thing. Before the Rumble, he was saying like, "Oh, I can't take bump or oh, headshots or like too much because my body can't take it anymore." Did all right in the Rumble. I know it was a short t- time in there. Did he have a, a bit with Bad Bunny? Were they in there no, at the same no, no, time? No. Um, That's a, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. As soon as, but as soon as um, Sami Zayn came out, I knew Knoxville was the next number. And he he took him down. He took um, Zayn down. Did a bit of a beat down type thing. Hmm. But then got beaten up by AJ Styles. And then got frog splashed. Might have got something else, but I can't remember. But he had an alright show in. I mean, I've recently seen the new Jackass film, Jackass Forever. Have you? I have. It's really good. I did enjoy it. Uh, There's a lot of cool callbacks to some of the older stuff in there um, that they did, you know, way back when. But they've got new faces in there. Because for that exact reason, they can't take the punishment that they used to. But he takes a hell of a hit from a bull. I've seen that. Yeah. Because I think everyone is... Well, he sent him to the hospital, didn't it? So, yeah. if he can take that, to be honest, he's probably going to be okay in the ring, especially with a professional like Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. But then, it's. <laughs> would you rather see... I mean, if you, if you have to go down the celebrity route, would you rather see Bad Bunny? Because, I've got to be honest, Bad Bunny's kind of, you know... But I think Bad Bunny's going to be exclusively like a raw guy, even though they say SmackDown's the... <laughs> celebrities paired exclusive to no, the but brand. I mean, like they, they no, always, I could, I can see it. But they but... always, they always make SmackDown out to be like the demographic, the like the Latin audience they've always wanted because they had it with Eddie when he was champion and Ray, they tried it with Andrade. Well, that's all the more reason for Bad Bunny on SmackDown. Though, yeah, right? but they're, they're, he's always been on Raw because yeah. the thing was, now that Ronda is going to be challenging for the Charlotte Flair, which is on SmackDown, and. She's on Fox, and Fox was a part of UFC when she was in the UFC. And that kind of makes sense in a way. But yet they had Lesnar on Fox for like a week. Yeah. Kane Velasquez. Mm. And then, <laughs> back, back when that was a thing. Yeah, that was... Mm. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, I, I think if it had to have been one or the other, I'd, I'd rather see Bad Bunny. But because the thing is... It's cool. I like Johnny Knoxville, and he yeah. is a well-known... Name and maybe a, more for I don't know about younger audiences though they probably don't even know who Johnny Knoxville is no but it's a weird thing because Jackass is like a more adult orientated thing well hundred percent is I don't think he's made apart from Men in Black two I can't think he's been in many family type movies 
Um, and also, the problem is, it's great doing it at Rumble, because that's when the movie comes out. But in a couple of months' time, what's that going to lead to? Because Jackass movie won't be anywhere. Well, yes, a good point. And he is a fan. But again, WrestleMania works a bit different, doesn't it? Like mm. it, it, it always has that celebrity involvement. That's nothing new. Like that, has, it's always been there. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Floyd Mayweather works. Yeah, that's Mickey the, Rourke. All right, should we do it? <laughs> Mickey, to be fair, Mickey Rourke was worked, but that was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was about as good as we got for it. He worked himself into a shoot, brother. Well, here, here's something we should do H-H. now. Best and worst celebrity appearances that you can think of, Rainier or otherwise. Yeah, I like Bad Bunnies. Floyd Mayweather's was great, to be honest. That went a lot better than it probably had any right to, considering he was fluffing up all of the promos leading up to it, because yeah. he was meant to be the baby face, and he just couldn't help being being the heel. Um, Pete Rose, I got like I said, like it was it was simple but effective. People popped when Kane would, you know, smash him up. Yeah, what more do you want? But. but- because there's things like Snooky that didn't do too badly, at, uh, but not memorable. Not memorable. And on one of the worst manias to yeah uh, of the modern era. And it was funny guys. I remember, I remember at the time. I don't know if you remember this. But I said, "There's no way uh, Michelle McCall's going to get pinned because she's with the Undertaker and Snooky pinned <laughs> Michelle McCall." <laughs> um, there's also sticking to me. Well, I was like, Kevin, I know it was it was a raw thing, but Kevin Federline, wasn't it? Yeah, beating John Cena when John that Cena was, was at his peak. I mean, that was a, yeah, but he took a pretty sweet attitude adjustment. Yeah, um, um, so I've got to give him that. John Stewart, which is weird. Weird. I can tell you some of the ones I absolutely hated. What about before he became massive, Machine Gun Kelly getting powerbombed by Kevin Owens for the stage? Yeah. I'm kind of indifferent to that one, to be honest. Like you, it just, it just, it just exists. Well, Most of the worst ones are when they were doing the um, celebrity guest host, uh, celebrity GM, yeah, whatever that, it was. Monday Night Raws. There was some good in that. Some good, but overall they were terrible. But um, Pee Wee Sherman or whatever his name is, Pee Herman, Herman Sherman. I don't know. We don't get him over. They had a Sherman tank in a in a. We get Mister Beam, so which I'm glad about. But yeah, he, his I hated that one. Well, and, him at Mania, and some of the ones when they just bring them on, and it's like it's just so clear that they don't, not just like not watch wrestling, but like that it's just kind of, I don't know. Sometimes you get the impression that a celebrity comes in and it's like wrestling's beneath them, and I don't need to see that when I'm trying to watch and enjoy wrestling. So mm. there's just sometimes it, it has felt a little bit like that with celebrity stuff. So it is super hit and miss, but. It is a part of wrestling, and it is a part of and WrestleMania. We, we are talking about one of the best, Mike Tyson. Well, Tyson was part of such a big moment yeah. in history, isn't it? Obviously, I haven't watched a lot of WCW, but when they had in um, Dennis Rodman, which is mm. um, like, like six months or so before Tyson, so in a way that did help. It helped WCW. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, Mania 11, even though it's not one of the best Manias of all time. Yeah, but again, it's always going to take the heat because it took a main event spot when it shouldn't have done. Well, yeah. the uh, Refrigerator Perry, Mania 2? Yes, I need yeah, a Hall of Famer. Royal. Yeah. Drew Carey, Hall of Famer. Uh, Drew Carey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then again, uh, Snoop Dogg and he's a Hall of Famer. Gets forget- it does kind of get forgotten about. Yeah. There's been so many. We would have to do like a proper deep dive into that, I think. But 
I don't know. But hopefully, as the train steams on towards WrestleMania, we will see things pick up and hopefully actually get some stories in place. Because again, like it doesn't really feel there's, aside from the odd one here or there, there's not really many stories feeling like they've really sort of picked up yet. Because even the Ronda thing, like it kind of felt like a no-brainer it was going to be Ronda and Becky, but that's not what we're going to get. We're going to get no, Ronda that, and Charlotte and we're going to get be Becky probably and Becky, Lita. Yeah, but, well, it's going to be Becky, Ronda next year. It, but, but yeah, but next year's not guaranteed. But we got, we got, done it now. But we're getting Becky Lita at Chamber. I just don't think we needed... I don't think people really necessarily cared about having Ronda and Charlotte. But the really important thing to remember, actually, in WWE, is that what the people think doesn't matter. Because what we want doesn't matter. But that doesn't matter in itself, does it? Because WWE makes all of their money. And so by that token... WWE isn't doing anything wrong. And that brings us to our final segment before the predictions for Elimination Chamber, where the news has come out that Vince McMahon does be- believes that nothing is wrong with WWE. He doesn't think that they have a problem. Your thoughts on that? I don't know what he's on about. If he, if he thinks like the gimmicks... Are going well, the ratings are going well, all that kind of stuff. Well, business is going well. They are record all-time high, which we said. So on in that sense, in that regard, he is absolutely right. Also, WWE is doing nothing wrong in terms of, as a business, as a functioning, operating business, it's doing very well. He gets a JR, he's got to get out of jail free card because as a wrestling company, they are doing terribly. But the thing is, and he told us time and time again, they are not a wrestling company. Mm. His dad promoted wrestling. He is in the sports entertainment industry. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> so, well, they're, they're a sport and they're entertaining, apparently. Yeah, well, so was Gladiators. I love that. Where's that now? I keep trying to bring that back. I mean, Come on, Tony Khan, bring... <laughs> Do the world do a real face turn and uh, bring back gladiators over here? That actually, it did. It did actually have a comeback, wasn't it? The new ones, but yeah, Hogan. Even Hogan did the American version. If you remember that, yeah, I did, well vaguely, but it, I don't remember it doing very well. I remember I, his celebrity wrestling. I remember celebrity wrestling with Piper <laughs> and um, Joey Legend. He yeah. was um, just Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, I, which I don't think anyone's ever talked about on any. No, we will one day. Yeah. Well, that's something we can uh, set ourselves through and if it's, if it's available on YouTube or whatever oh I imagine it's somewhere it's got to be isn't it um, I, it's a very broad thing but honestly he's right because Vince isn't going to be looking at it from our perspective is he and, and the thing is there's probably a lot of different ways that you can interpret the statement there because turning around and saying this is official Vince does not believe anything is wrong with WWE in, in and of itself, you need some more context. It's just yeah. too broad of a statement to make. And in the grand scheme of things, as a business, he is absolutely right. Vince isn't going to look at it from, oh, well, there's there's a lot of number of wrestling fans out there that don't love my product that isn't wrestling. Because, of course, he's not going to care about that, is he? No. And like we said before, he doesn't make his money from us, really. He makes it from the TV deals. He makes it from Saudi Arabia. As long as they're happy... Which they are, assume, you know, one would have to assume. Oh, yeah. Even, even business if, is good. 
even though most of the Saudi Arabia show has been awful, they've had really bad matches. But, but again, it's not mattered because no. they've enjoyed it and they've invested in it and they're still paying for it. It's um, they get more money per Saudi show than what they make from like TV deals for some of them. I think in like what is it like? matter of months or even like a year maybe like yeah, they make so much money per show it's crazy it's like um what is that is it's is, is if um a ring a ufc ring girl got paid more for doing a playboy you um shoot then she then most of the fighters got in their pay on that last card the thing is though with stuff like that it's it's a little different because it's like football or soccer for our friends in in the states, but but it's still the same really for football there. Oh yeah, right. The industry pulls in that money to be able to pay the players that money. It's a big debate over here in Britain with football. A lot of people don't think footballers should be paid what they are, but the fact of the matter is, the industry brings in that amount of money to be able to afford them to pay the players what they're paid. That's how their values worked out, right? Yeah. If you don't like it, then the money needs to start going elsewhere. But people are putting their money into football, and that's why that's why that money circulates there. It generates so much money. Also, don't like NFL players get paid a shitload of money? No one seems to bother about that. Well, exactly. Well, they're, they're... NBA gets paid more money than any of the footballers do. They're probably yeah, but again, like it's how much money it takes in. I don't think you can't tell other people how to spend their money no. or anything like that. But it is a big thing over here, isn't it? People are always like, oh, so and so is not paid enough, um, but footballers earn a fortune. So, yeah, so and so isn't paid enough. And that's actually that's a problem for the government. <laughs> it's not the footballer's fault, is it? You're not going to turn around and spend your whole life dedicating yourself to a craft and then be like, oh, yeah, actually, no, everybody's right. I probably should give half of my earnings away to somebody else. Like, that's not how it works. But the wrestling industry itself i mean wwe has done a good thing in terms of you know with contracts at least people supposedly have job security i know that's not been the case with wwe nowadays but the idea of a contract is to give you job security wrestling by and large across the world isn't something that pays very well not on the indies people can make a good living on the indies nowadays if they're putting in the miles and and everything else but it helps a bit more if you are already a bit of a household name. So, you know, for guys that are coming out of WWE that have had that exposure worldwide or, you know, at least to a degree on, on even national TV, mm. you've got a better chance of making the money because promoters are going to want to snap you up. But for someone starting out in wrestling, it's a long, hard road and it always has been. Or you could be a 16-year-old kid that gets a contract for AEW given to him. Well, yeah, sure. But if the opportunity presents itself there, people are going to take them and, and that, you know... You can't you can't fault anybody for that. No. But the fact is, the money's there to generate because people are putting that money into wrestling. WWE is the only company, and again, it, it, as much as he doesn't want it to be a wrestling company, it's World Wrestling Entertainment. So that's where the roots are, and it's and it's professional wrestlers that you're seeing on your screens, even though they've they're doing it the WWE way. They're professional wrestlers. But they're the guys there that are delivering us the product that we see week to week, whether you like it or not. It's not really their fault. They're doing the best they can with yeah. the job that they're given. But we're not the revenue for those guys. All the everything else is for people like AEW, 
great, yeah, the Khans have a lot of money that they can back it with. All these other promotions around the world, like you can go and have a great time at wrestling shows around the world that don't have all that money there. You just enjoy watching the product. They're the real hardcore wrestling fans. That's what the indies is there for. Because the indies have to put on good shows for you to enjoy, otherwise they won't survive. Because they need people to be coming through the door. The forbidden door, yeah. The forbidden door. WWE doesn't, for that reason, yeah, they're not doing anything wrong. They don't care about the fan base, but then we already know that. And for those that don't know that, that's that's fine. You know, you can enjoy what you want to enjoy and you're not in the wrong for doing so. But, yeah, I think Vince is right. WWE isn't doing anything wrong in terms of how they are as a business. But that's that's my thoughts on that. And plus, uh, well, in the, does he also think in his mind because they're being AW in the ratings? Uh, yeah, but... Uh, the ratings thing is a hard thing to go into because they can they're always so up and down. You know but the fact the fact of the matter is that a taped SmackDown beat both Dynamite and um Rampage on the ratings combined once. That in people's minds they go, Oh, that means that people don't care about Yeah, but to be honest, so it should really at the moment. It's it's Royal Rumble period, we're in the build up to WrestleMania. Fox reaches a lot more people. WWE is still more of a household name than AEW is. But it's, then you find it funny that TNT... I find it funny that they had seen an episode of Dynamite with Punk and MGF and it was the only one so far that didn't make a million ratings. You've advertised this big match that everyone wanted to see and it's the lowest they got since they changed channel. Yeah, but it's because they advertised it with a week to go. Like, you knew the match was coming, yeah. if they but you it, didn't know it was going to be coming when it was and they just did it the week before, like, yeah, let's do it next week. And that was, I think, that probably also and like, messed um, it up a bit for him. Raw has been moved to the Sci-Fi Channel, and I think it's doing the same amount of ratings because you know how, like, when SmackDown was on a different type of Fox channel, and it was against that, um, was it Jade, Jade against um, Ruby match? Mm, might have been. And they beat him, but it was only because they're on a smaller channel that yeah. not many people get. It was again, and there was there's John, there was John Cena and Roman Reigns the day before, um, SummerSlam, wasn't it? Wow. The ratings is a hard thing to look at, but I don't think they're necessarily going to care so much about the ratings because AEW no. have beaten them a lot with other stuff recently. Yeah, did. The only thing that it seemed to have bothered them with was NXT because of the big, yeah. you know, landslide shift of what happened there. But you know, their investors are happy. Networks must be happy, and let's face it, Vince is happy. He's made over a billion. So, yeah, yeah I think there's not really much more to add to that one, really. Not really. But we're at the point in the show, Ashley, where hopefully we're going to sow the seeds for me taking the lead in the predictions war of 2022. Fuck off. Because we are very much neck and neck at the moment. And. In all honesty, I'm feeling pretty confident about my picks here. So, if you want to get up your Wikipedia... What do you think I'm doing? And uh, go through the matches. Right. Let's see what we've got. So, the number one match is a Liberation Chamber match mm-hmm. for the WWE Championship. Big Bob. Big Bob. Defending against Big Brock. <laughs> uh, medium Seth. Medium set. Little Austin Theory. Medium Riddle, would you say? 
Medium riddle. They're not kebabs. I am hungry for a kebab now, but no, you said that. Medium, I'll have a medium riddle, please. And a Rollins Donner. Right, so, we got, so we got Big Bob, Lashley, Rollins, Riddle. Theory, Austin Theory and AJ Styles. Theories and Styles, I think. Um, Is it too obvious to say Brock? Yeah, so I'm going Brock. Yeah, it's Brock, because I've just got a feeling he's going to come out last, eliminate everyone within a minute, and that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird to me that they did it, but it is WWE. It's not the first time, like you said earlier. It is, you know... Especially when Brock was in won the Rumble in two and a half minutes. It felt yeah, because this is what and this is why I said for the Rumble predictions, I feel like however this goes down, Brock and Reigns is going to be the match unification at Mania. And you said, but you know he's champion, and we had him still down to retain it because that would have made more sense if he was going to do the unification match. But no, but so then we're again, do... it would be what was the point of having the Rumble? Yeah, exactly. So, but then, but that's how WWE booked it isn't it and they just tend to book themselves into these weird situations that they can't really book themselves out of without it you know looking silly but Brock's gonna win that one I think you like to think but we'll get to it later about another match (laughs) Becky Lynch will be defending her women's title against Lita yeah I think Lita's winning that uh, I'm going for Becky but I wouldn't be surprised if they do put on Lita. I, th- I feel like we're going to get the same sort of thing we did, you know, Rock and Punk. Although Rock we are takes get... it off him at the chamber and then drops it. Well, the thing is, maybe. we are getting a... We'll talk about that. There was another chamber match for number contenders, but we'll get to that in a bit. Well, yeah, but if if, the, if it's not... I know we'll get to it, but if it's not, then that's that's the setup for it. But Lita going in as champ. Yeah, I'm still saying Becky. All right, okay, good. Well, we need, we need to be able to disagree. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to beat you, so... Well, plus you're saying it first, so I can just... <laughs> so you can just change it. Yeah, always... That's a dangerous game to play, though. Yeah. You don't want to be doing that for the sake of it. Uh, we've also got Usos against the Viking Raiders for the tag titles. Usos. Yeah, only because I think they want to keep the Bloodline champions until Mania. Until at least Mania. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, Roman against Goldberg for the Universal title. Which this is, is the first time this has actually happened. Yeah, because it, it was going to happen at Mania 36, but then obviously the pandemic happened and Roman went away, which began the heel turn. Yeah, because that was the last time we saw him before he yeah, returned but, at SummerSlam. Yeah, so. it was like the week before Mania. He, uh, I, used to, I still have so much respect for him for doing that. Hmm. Like all the, you know, the guys that put themselves first and stuff like their their health first uh, and everything, and it's just the balls. Well, I mean, he is he is the top guy there, but you know, fair play to him. Also, I do, I do love Roman. Also, if Roman wins, he's being every Universal Champion. Ah, oh, that's a nice little stat. Which I, I wouldn't have thought about because he's beat, he beat, he has technically beaten, uh, beaten Brock. Well, he's, he's beaten Brock. He's beaten Bray, Bray, Owens, Balor. He's beaten um, Seth. And Seth, yeah. I'm sure it's another Strowman. Strowman, he's beaten. Even during, even during this Tribal Chief era. He's yeah. been them all, basically. That's why he's the chief, head of the table. Well, you can go first on this one, then. I know who I'm picking. Roman. Well, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said you can go first on this one. But there's one. a possibility... Roman's possi- going to be champ all year, I'm telling you. But there is that possibility of Goldberg winning, which I'm not... 
There's always a possibility Goldberg's going to win, though, isn't there? But he's, he's not winning this. He's not winning this. It could take us off the scent of going, well, maybe it's going to be... But then they have to... But if Goldberg takes it off of Reigns, and they still want to do Reigns-Lesnar for the unification match at Mania, then they've got to do... If, if we're right in saying that Lesnar's going to win the title back at Elimination Chamber, they can't do that twice. And and the the whole the Reigns reign has been so dominant... Yeah. Just to drop it to Goldberg to then basically win it back like within the month, which is what they'd have to do, would be such a waste. I don't. I just don't think they're going to do that. Well, Reigns is winning. This. I think technically, Brock has said I will face you, Roman, at Mania, but I want to be WWE champion. I'll do it because obviously he can say he rewards the challenge. And if he wasn't, could you imagine though if it <laughs> Lesnar wins the, the the WWE title? He's obviously the Royal Rumble winner, so he challenges the champion of his choosing. At Mania, but he wins the WWE title. He's already chosen to challenge the Universal Champion. Yeah, but he wants to challenge the Universal Champion because it's Roman, and then Roman drops it to Goldberg. So then the Royal Rumble winner is already the champion going into Mania to face the person he wanted to challenge. Yeah. to be honest, that sounds so WWE. But do you that remember, might actually be what happened. I know it's different, but do you remember when Cena won <laughs> in two thousand and eight, and then challenged for the title at um, No Way Out? Oh yeah, and lost. By DQ. Yeah, and then that's what led to the triple threat. Yeah, because Triple H won a Elimination Chamber match that was number contenders. I don't know. I, Reigns is winning it, man. I, I, don't, I don't think there's really any hope. He should, it should do, but Goldberg and Saudi Arabia. I know he's only lost Undertaker, but he does have oh. a good record. He does have a good record in Saudi Arabia. I mean, he has a good record overall. But. Yeah, exactly. I, nah. nah, Reigns is winning. If it. it's a quick five minute match, I don't care. Vince isn't going to job out. Reigns to Goldberg. Well, we fought about that with the Fiend two years ago. I never thought that with the Fiend. I knew that, that everyone knew that was going to happen with the Fiend. That's why everyone was so scared of it happening mm. because I knew Goldberg well, was going to crush we it. Fall, we all thought we thought of a Drew, didn't we? Wow. And lucky, and that was decent matches though. Speaking of Drew, yeah, he's against Madcap Moss in a full scout anywhere match. I mean, I want to say Drew. Drew needs to start getting his way back up the car. But there was a there was a rumor that Drew was going to be the guy against Roman. Well, again, if Roman loses to Goldberg, maybe it's Drew and Goldberg at me. <laughs> or we do Drew and Bob, Big Bob again. I don't know. I, I'd love to see that again because that was a decent match last year. Who, who have you got for this one? Uh, I say Drew because he's just come back from an injury. Yeah. Storyline. And it's going anywhere. How, Corbin can get involved, but I don't know. I'm going to go Drew, but then if that that could be the st- a story that leads into Mania, and if that is the case, then maybe the heels do win there. And they're but... doing a lot of false gun anywhere matches in yeah. Saudi Arabia. Well, it might be one of their requirements because they, you know, that and Yokozuna. So well, and Nomad Warrior. And... <laughs> but no, it's, I'm going to I say Drew, but honestly, that that one could go either way for yeah. me. It's it's like the it's like the no DQ matches in AEW right every week. Well, there is now, yeah. Um, our second Elimination Chamber match is a contenders match for the Raw Women's Title at Mania with Liv Morgan, uh, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and returning Alexa Bliss as as our old character, the uh, goddess. It looks like not the. It's, it's yeah. This one's hard for me because it hinders on the really wild card pick of Lita beating uh, Lynch for the title because I feel that that was still going to 
lead that into Mania. Trouble is, if we're not, Liv Morgan wins that match and it's going to be her taking the title off of Becky at Mania. Well, I have to say on Raw... Which means Lita doesn't win it here. So it's tricky. I might retcon the Lita one, but I don't want to because it's one of the only ones that we've disagreed on. But then I do want to because I feel like it's going to be the one I'm most likely to lose on. Well, the thing, so the odds are not in my favour. On, on, on Raw, last episode of Raw that happened yesterday of recording, or last night, whatever you want to say, hmm. uh, there was a goal in the match which Bianca Belair won, which made her the last person to come out of the chamber. And it has been rumoured that it's going to be Bianca against Becky. I, I, it's an, an, But I'd rather have Liv. The thing is, they've been live up so well. They've moved, exactly, yeah. So they dropped the ball with Bianca, but people have got behind Liv. So if you now put Liv on the back burner in favour of Bianca again, it's a tough one to call. Because Bianca didn't get the fair shot because she never really got a retribution. Although that footage did come out of her uh, beating Becky Lynch the same way Becky beat her at SummerSlam, but it was in a dark match. Yeah, only because they ran out of time. Because they ran out of time. Yeah, Liv, I think Liv's winning that. I'm going for Bianca, but because Bliss has just come back, it's kind of... Kind of a wild card in a way. Cause... It's a wild card, but I think Bliss could do something else at Mania, if anything. It's got to be Liv. It's got to be someone you've already put stock into up to this point. But I only say Bianca because... Not because it's been rumoured and I'm going, oh, because they say that it's going to happen. But I'm going to have to retcon. Okay. But oh, because... I, I no, just no, you... I want... no, you cannot retcon. No, you can't retcon. Oh, just edit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of the, the, winner of the match is going to be let... Yeah, Morgan. <laughs> no, I'll um, I'll keep it, but I'm, I'm, I am. But Bianca Belair needs. But I, don't, I, I just, I feel like, I don't know. I feel Bianca like Bianca needs to win back from SummerSlam. That's the only reason I'm going for it. Yeah, but it's just you. I think we're putting too much logic into it, and we need to take that out of the equation. It's short-term booking for people from a company that doesn't really care necessarily about a long-term build most of the time. Most of the time. Not all of the time, but most of the time. But I don't know. I, I'm going to logically go with Liv Morgan. You're logically going with Bianca Belair. I think they are both. Bianca would have been my second pick. And Liv probably is yours. Uh, yeah, only because... No one else in there realistically yeah. has had any build. Drop any apart good, from Alexa. Well, do you drop any good match with, uh, uh, with Becky at Rumble? I was did good match, but... But aside from the match itself, there's been nothing to, no. to build it to. But yeah, we've got there's a tag match in there. Yeah, the third women's match at Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, which is crazy to think. Yeah, for so long there was none, and then they had one, and then. I mean that is good. You know that is progress, it's, like genuine progress, isn't it? Yeah, Ronda Rousey and Naomi against Charlotte and Sonya Deville. Wow, is Ronda, it, team like, Ronda wins yeah, that. There's no. Yeah, that's the most obvious on there. But Sonya could uh, use her power to say. Nah. But. Nah, especially if she got her arm broken. It's not happening. It's not happening. Ronda's team. Ronda wins it. And the last match that's officially at the moment because there might there might be a possibility of a match. It could be yeah, but this one SmackDown. But I don't think there was. Uh, Rey Mysterio against the Miz. There's something crucial here because Rey Mysterio is with Dominic Guerrero. Um, (laughs) No, honestly. I and Maurice apparently is going to be there, so there'll be another woman involved. I think the Miz wins this, and I'm going out for a bonus point. Dominic turns on Ray. 
I wouldn't be surprised to be honest because it's the kind of thing. It's the if thing it doesn't happen here, it will happen at Mania. But I think it will happen here because we'll get Ray versus Dominic at, uh, at WrestleMania. That's what I'm. I'm that's what I'm going to call Ray Dominic WrestleMania. Dominic turns on his dad here. I think Miz needs the win because he's lost the Edge twice. Exactly, Miz is. I, I've got no. I, honestly, Miz is winning this regardless if there's a turn or not. But I think it'll be a bit of a dodgy finish because it'll be Dominic costing Ray the match. Or maybe afterwards, but I suppose it makes more sense if he does cost him the match. But, you know, whichever, any which way you want to do it. And I mean, it, I mean, bonus points for Dominic if he beats him up the, the way that Batista turned on him. You're supposed to be my father. You're supposed to be my dad. <laughs> Close lines his head off, throws him into the barricade. That's what that, we need. That was a good moment, actually, thinking about it. What, the Batista one? Yeah. I love that turn. That's honestly, it worked. Because people really wanted Batista to turn at that yeah, point. And, and, it led, and, and eventually did lead to one of our favourite moments. I hate you, Batista. Hey, you too. <laughs> oh, man, I do miss Batista. But yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm calling. But you're saying Miz as well. I say Miz because he needs it, but I don't know if it will lead to... Anything. Anything. Really. <laughs> anything in general. Because it's... We've been feeling like it's... Because that was the thing. We thought it was going to happen at the Rumble with the Mysterios. But they were not in the same ring at the same time at all. No. But then now, obviously from, you know, in retrospect, maybe it was something that could have happened and but didn't with, because Shane kind of... Yeah. But with Rey Mysterio being the cover for the new game, I don't know. Do you think, I, do you think in the inside it'll be Dominic? <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good swerve, wouldn't it? Turn it around and it's, it's just Dominic. Dominic Mysterio. I do. I think we're going to see Dominic and Ray WrestleMania, Ray's last match. Possibly. And until he goes to AEW, Dominic week. takes the mask. That's what I, 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 he's he's already said himself. He, that's kind of the route he wants to go down. If that's still what he wants to do, if that's still where he wants his career to go. Can you imagine though? If you we're watch... better to do it at WrestleMania if you're doing yeah, it. Yeah. Can you WWE. imagine if he does that? And you haven't watched wrestling for so long. Ray Mysterio's got taller, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not really Ray. Same people that were saying it was never Kane. And people said the same thing about Undertaker as well. <laughs> yeah, they did. Some people said it about Triple H. <laughs> I, don't know where, I don't know where that come from, but there you go. Well, I was going to say, there was one other rumour. Oh, hello. Stone Cold might be returning. He's not returning. He's going to hit He's going to hit Kevin Owens with a stunner at WrestleMania. And then he's going to have a few beers and that's what that's what's going to happen. Well, there a nice swerve would be Owens hits him with the stunner and walks out, but they ain't going to do that at Mania. They're not going to leave Austin laying. Well, they have to have Stone Cold involved because it's in Texas. And... Yeah, of course. And I don't mind that, but it would be nice to actually see one of their current guys go over a legend for a change. Do you think that could be a reason why Kevin Owens... If that is going to happen, do you think that's the reason why Kevin Owens signed? Not because of the money thing or whatever he said. <laughs> I'll get a moment with Stone Cold. You, you might actually ruin my entire career... But if I get the Stone Cold, if I get to give the Stone Cold stunner to Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania, then I will stay. Oh, can you imagine? That's if, what can you imagine if there was going to be a um, Austin, um, the, the um, Broken Skull sessions, <laughs> and he gets beaten up by Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens the Kevin Owens show. I'll tell you what. If if Kevin Owens attacks Austin on the Broken Skull sessions, then I can see there maybe being a match. But there's going to be one with... Um, but let's be, let's be real. Let's be real. Austin's not coming back. 
It's not going to happen. It, that the the boat has sailed yeah, on that one. Well, it's nineteen years since he last wrestled. I it's just I can't see it happen. I know a lot of people have come back. I know Edge and Corey potentially, Brian Danielson. We've seen a lot of people do it. I just don't think. I don't think Austin's there. I don't think he's going to be one of them. But I, again, I suppose you can never say never. And well, we said never say never again, but we, we just we did. We did. <laughs> And if one thing for certain in the world of pro wrestling is for certain, it is for that nothing is for certain. So I think that is. I think that's that's we've done our job. So it's time to go and have some pizza or something. But um, yeah, why not? Uh, for, for everybody uh, around the world who's uh, who listens to us, um, to be honest, yeah, I do want to just take a moment to, to give everybody a big thank you. We're again um, making some sort of I think strides this year we really really want to try and push ourselves and um, just keep you know increasing the quality of content and it kind of it's, it's tricky because some a lot of this is just for us really isn't it like yeah. it is our it's just you know we love wrestling and we love talking about it but the thing is having you guys listen to it and people enjoying it and coming back for more it really does make this all the world all the worthwhile but um, you know wherever you are in the world we we honestly want to thank you very very much for tuning in it's really how you talk about us pushing ourselves with the Cody Rose podcast, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we'll just change it. We'll rebrand it. Rebrandy it. Rebrandy it. Oh, check out you. Well, you what? should be the chief brandy officer now. <laughs> I'm going to get you a, a Brandy Rhodes top. I'm going to get you that top for Christmas this year. <laughs> no, guys, thank you very, very much for tuning in. Um, and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a great day. Ash, send a moment, happy. Or sad, something. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to how to end these. It's just like the worst just, thing. Just, uh, I mean, just say something funny. I'm trying to think of a joke. That's a good. <laughs> I've I've already nailed all the good jokes in the older episode. So, you know, you can scrape the bottom of the barrel if you want, but nothing touches the masterclass I put on. All right, Cody. Once again. <laughs> Come on, the internet has more than one wrestling family joke. I just got things like Val Crow got a rip off and that's basically it well we'll leave it at that then <laughs> until next time everyone oh Cody oh is that the last <laughs> oh that could be our last Cody show until next week three men three men one ball one ball I did it I did it for the people for the people make yourself all this all this